With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Hi, this is Stephen Nill, CEO of CharityChannel.com. So, you want your charity to succeed. You came to the right place. Integration of online and offline techniques is the key to your fundraising success and practical advice on going green is what you need. With this show, The Nonprofit Coach with Ted Hart, you will learn from experts around the world who provide advice you can use. Our host is Ted Hart, one of the foremost nonprofit thought leaders. His books range from successful online fundraising to use of social media and how to make your nonprofit green. His guests are leaders in their field who will share tips and trade secrets for nonprofit management, green strategy, and fundraising success. Ted lectures around the world, but now he's here for you. From the latest in charity news, technology, fundraising, and social networking, Ted and his guests help you maneuver through this economic downturn in the charitable sector to greater levels of efficiency and fundraising success. And now, here's Ted. Hey, good afternoon, and I'm live here on Monday, April 5th uh, for the Nonprofit Coach here in Washington, D.C., and we've got a great show for you today. Uh, thank you to Steve Nill for uh, being our intro announcer, but he's also our page two expert today, so don't miss the opportunity uh, to call in and ask a question of Steve. You can do that by calling one 324 3080. You can also email me at tedhart at tedhart.com uh, or you can Twitter me at tedhart. So however you want to contact me, you can do that today and have the opportunity to ask questions of Steve Nill for Charity Channel. We've also got a special uh, guest today, very excited to uh, have Paulette Myhara from AFP on the show today. Uh, but before we get to any of our guests, on to page one. Okay, let me see what we've got on page one. Over on Mashable, the social media guide, uh, we've got four ways nonprofits can use Google Buzz. And as you all know, as listeners of the Nonprofit Coach, Google Buzz didn't get off to a great start, uh, but they are starting to get their act together, and there are some good pieces of advice for nonprofit organizations. You can manage public conversations better. Uh, you've got email integration, which means better workflow, and this is uh, very important. And this is really the wave of the future. You're going to be seeing this uh, coming to uh, Outlook as well. Um, also, uh, final, finally, connecting to unsocial users, so being able to connect those together within uh, your email, and geolocation adds a new element. So those are all uh, things that are available to you over on Google Buzz. Now, don't forget... All of the links that we have here on page one are available to you at p2pfundraising.org. That's the letter P, the number two, and the letter P, fundraising.org. Uh, click on the archives, go to our most recent issue, and just click on radio links, and that will give you everything that you need from today's page one. You couldn't miss uh, this weekend. All the buzz was all about iPad, and the question is, do you need an iPad now? Well, iPad sold 300,000 units on its first day and has already surpassed 1 million apps and download. As we uh, said in the last uh, show of the, the nonprofit coach, do you need an iPad now? Probably not, but keep your eye on this. It is a game changer in the nonprofit, uh, in, in the, the technology sector, and I think for most nonprofits, it's real utility, like most of Apple's products, is going to come uh, in version three of uh, of the iPad, but uh, quite an impressive piece of technology, uh, and don't miss out on uh, tracking that. Of course, we'll be doing that for you here on the Nonprofit Coach, and for those of you who read PHP Fundraising. Dot org. Next up here on page one, 
is uh, uh, use of Twitter. Uh, and here's a very good case study. You'll find Sony uh, has used Twitter successfully to sell $1.5 million worth of product by using uh, Twitter, reaching out to those who follow uh, Twitter to give them an opportunity to custom build their own Sony VAIO laptop. Well, what does this mean for nonprofit organizations? Well, again, these are case studies that show you how Twitter can be used in that, that social media the, the folks who are following you are following you for a reason. Uh, you'll also find in the report that we have over on P2P Fundraising uh, today that Dunkin' Donuts has successfully used uh, Twitter, uh, giving people an opportunity to win free coffee for a year. So it's why should I come online? Why should it now? Why should I do it now? Why should I uh, be part of your social network? You've got to give them a reason. got to have that hook. But once they're there, you've got an opportunity to draw them into your sense of community. We've got a little bit of uh, uh, interesting news here on page one. Uh, for those of you, and there are a lot of uh, folks who are uh, fans of Glee over on uh, Fox, uh, fun show for sure, but I want to draw your attention to the fact that if you are uh, a fan, they're raising money for the Grammy Foundation. Uh, so we've got a little clip for you uh, here today. It's the show that changed the television landscape. Somewhere in the English countryside, Madonna is weeping. And became a cultural phenomenon. All you've ever wanted was for us to be great. Glee is back with all new episodes. Bring it. You know what else I'm going to bring? Some Asian cookery to rub your head with. Right now, you got enough product in your hair to season a walk. In two weeks. That's what I'm talking about. Share the love. Hey there, Whoopi. Donna. Get hooked on the feeling. You're a really good dancer. My feet were barely moving. And get yourself ready to cheer for the underdog. For Glitterati, I feel like Lady Gaga. We are going to rule this school. Glee returns two weeks from tonight on Fox. Well, the uh, the show is uh, helping out charity, and we always want to draw attention to those who are helping out charity and uh Tomorrow night, right here in Washington, D.C., they're having a sneak preview screening of the new season, and they're going to be going around the country from places like Nashville to Philadelphia and Chicago. Those of you who are big fans of Glee, how about helping out the Grammy Foundation by purchasing some tickets and uh, getting a week ahead of uh, your neighbors and knowing what's happening over on Glee. Okay, what else have we got here on uh, on page one? Well, over on social media today, uh, five social media pitfalls to avoid. This is really well written uh, and uh, it's got some really great ad advice for you in thinking of how are you going to start integrating social networking into your organization. Excellent, excellent report over on social media today. Uh, the number one pitfall is forcing traditional metrics onto social media. We know that social media is not a one-size-fits-all channel. Uh, it can be customized for your organization. And again and again, that's what we mentioned here on The Nonprofit Coach, is you want to use this unprecedented opportunity to directly connect with your customers and to build a sense of community, but you want to make sure that you get it right. Here also on page one, uh, we've got uh, sent in to us by Project Hope. And don't forget, you can always send in your fundraising ideas and your stories, and we'll try to get those here on page one for you. Uh, but a really nice and interesting opportunity for people to support uh, those in need. And this is called Bicycles for Malawi. Uh, it turns out, as I was reading this, I had no idea that uh, in Malawi there is uh, probably not too surprisingly a tuberculosis uh, problem in Malawi, but that they cannot even help someone, volunteers cannot even help someone in getting the testing done unless they have a bicycle because they have to walk three hours one way to perform the collection and outreach um, into these communities. So simply helping out and buying a bicycle can help a lot of folks out uh, and potentially save some lives as well. So again, check out on P2P Fundraising, radio links, uh, get a chance to support bicycles for Malawi. Uh, next up, just a little bit of fun. We always like to uh, give you some fun things you can do online. And uh, M&M's is having a, a vote uh, for your favorite character. Uh, and gives you an opportunity to uh, win $50,000. Of course, probably not, uh, uh, not too surprising. Uh, you're going to see uh, green and red sort of duking it out up there. And they're in uh, first place and second place. I'll let you go to M&Ms.com. Uh, check it out on P2P Fundraising for the radio links 
you can see who's in first place and uh, make sure that your favorite character is going to win over there on Eminem. Just a little bit of online fun. Okay, uh, before we start getting uh, uh, down the line here and moving towards our special uh, guest before our page two guest, um, I do want to remind you uh, with uh, C3 uh, Communications is we do have the Do-Gooder Nonprofit Video Awards. Uh, those are uh, currently uh, uh, underway right now. The 16 finalists were just announced uh, last week, and I do want to share with you a little bit of a clip just to get you to go online and, and to check this out. A very interesting uh, clip from one of the finalists. This is my brother Mario. We were born with the same fatal disease. He left this world when he was just 19, but before he did, he asked our friend Logan to watch out for me. Logan helped me tell my story. We call it Darius Goes West. Darius, you are fine. This is Darius It is the number one genetic killer of children in the world. I had never seen the ocean. I had never seen the mountain. At age 15, I had never left home. My goals were to raise awareness for my disease and wheelchair accessibility by getting my wheelchair customized on MTV. I left home with 11 of my friends. We've been traveling for four years and we're still on the road. And over the years, my crew has grown. We are an independent grassroots movement. Students are sending a DVD to every middle school and every high school in the country. We need your school's help. My name is Darius Weems, and I was born with the Shin Muscular District. I was 15 when I started traveling. Now I'm 19, the same age as my brother when he died. I traveled over 100,000 miles to get here. I'm very, very alive. Very, uh, really uh, amazing, Darius, uh, for the inspiration of that video. There are over 750 video submissions in more than 450 nonprofit organizations in four countries. Don't miss the opportunity to check out the Do-Gooder Nonprofit Video Awards. Uh, check it out on phpfundraising.org. Uh, click on the archives and go to our radio uh, links. Okay, next up, a little bit of controversy here. Uh, Center for Consumer Freedom is charging the Humane Society of the United States with failure to donate very much money at all uh, to help um, uh, dogs and cat shelters around the country. I'm not going to get in the middle of this controversy, but I do want to raise this because I think it's incumbent upon all of us to make sure that we are being true not just to our bottom line, that we're not being just true to raising money, but we're being true to the missions that we are charged with. Um, so I want to encourage you to check this out and to follow this, but go back to your own organization, make sure that you are following your mission and that the money is going to the largest extent possible for the mission that you've, uh, that you've created. Okay, just a couple of more uh, things here on uh, page one. I've got a very special guest. I want to bring you in here. I want to draw your attention as we're getting more and more involved in social networking to the Word of Mouth Marketing Association. Yeah, that's right, the Word of Mouth Marketing Association. The reason I'm drawing your attention to this link over on the radio links uh, is a code of ethics and standards of conduct for Word of Mouth Marketing. So it's very important that we start learning the ethical behavior of online social media. I want to draw your attention to this. They have an ethics toolkit that I think is really excellent. You can download a free PDF version of that. Uh, go to p2pfundraising.org, click on our archives. Our latest edition will have the radio links for today. Uh, last thing I've got today is an innovative use of Twitter, uh, and this is Help OT or Help Out. Uh, and uh, what this is is an opportunity uh, for companies around, uh, around the country to post uh, opportunities for discounts to bring in uh, people to their businesses and to generate money for social causes. Right now they're active in Austin, Chicago, New York City, San Francisco, 
Orange County, Dallas, and Los Angeles. Here's just a, a couple of ideas. Uh, there's a, a local restaurant called Hickory Street Bar and Grill, and they're donating $2 of every $25 gift card purchased um, to support a local YMCA. This Twitter tool allows companies to quickly get the word out uh, to those who are following Help OT. Here's my advice for nonprofits. Follow Help OT. My biggest concern here is I'm a big fan, as you know, of use of social media, but I want to make sure that if people are using the good name of uh, nonprofit organizations to raise money, that the charity actually gets the money. Uh, and, uh, you know, the, the, uh, the policing of this is very, very weak. My suggestion for nonprofits is to follow on Twitter, Help OT, it's H-E-L-P-O-T, uh, and see if your name comes up. Make sure that you're monitoring uh, social media sites to see if your name comes up. Somebody's offering a discount, says that money is going to you, make sure you follow up to make sure that you get uh, that money. Uh, so uh, that's what we've got a lot uh, going here on, uh, on page one. Uh, I've got a big special guest for you uh, when we come back from the break. Well, I think if I've got uh, everything uh, queued up here uh, correctly, uh, I'm hoping that uh, I've got Paulette Myhara here with us. Um, let me see. Uh, Paulette, are you here with us? Yes, I am. Hey, Paulette, it's great to have you here on the Nonprofit Coach. Really excited. Uh, people from all over the world, of course, are focused on the AFP International Conference. Uh, this year you're going to be in uh, Baltimore. Uh, can you give us a little bit of an insight, give us some details on you know, when it is, when it starts, where it is, and how people can get signed up to uh, come and uh, see you and all the wonderful speakers you've got for this year's conference? Well, thank you, um, Ted. Uh, the um, international conference will begin on April the 10th. Um, there will be um, master classes starting on that date and then uh, our advanced programming on that date and the actual official start is the 11th. Uh, the conference runs through the 14th of this month uh, and we are very much looking forward to um, the being back in Baltimore and uh, having uh, so many attendees from some 22 countries around the world uh, participating. There are over 165 educational sessions uh, for you to choose from. Uh, and uh, one of our featured plenary speakers is the Reverend Desmond Tutu. Uh, so we are very much, um, we're very excited. This is the 50th anniversary for AFP. And we will be celebrating our 50th anniversary, um, honoring our past and inspiring our future. Well, Paula, this is uh, such an important educational opportunity for charities, not only here in the United States, uh, but around the world. I'm uh, thrilled that this will be my 20th year of uh, presenting uh, at your conference, so I thank you for that opportunity. I did read that uh, this is the 50th anniversary of AFP. What's being planned at this conference that's maybe different, are going to draw attention to that, and, and why does that matter to our sector? That's a very good question, Ted, and I think it gives us the opportunity to look back uh, at what's been accomplished in fundraising for the last 50 years. Um, many people that come into fundraising today take for granted the fact that we have a code of ethics. Uh, AFP's code of ethics is the oldest in the fundraising space. Uh, it is the code that has been used by many other nonprofit organizations as well as uh, countries to create their own codes of ethics. Uh, so the code of ethics is something we take great pride in. But we also did not have a credential 50 years ago, and we didn't have an organized body of knowledge. Today, all of those things are in place, and I'm proud to say that Fundraising is recognized as a profession today. So reminding ourselves of where, we're, where we have been, I think, is important. But more importantly, looking to the future and where we go. 
I was intrigued by some of the comments you were making um, when you started your show about the use of social media. And of course, um, the use of social media is a wonderful new tool, or perhaps not new, new for me, but, <laughs> but not for others. Uh, and you know, it, it is a tool that can be used well and effectively in fundraising. But learning to do that and learning to harness technology today, I think, is, is a great challenge for any fundraising professional. Well, and that's why the nonprofit uh, coach is here, and it's great to have you as our very special uh, guest here. Uh, just uh, before we uh, let you go, Paulette, can you uh, let our listeners know how could or can they still attend the conference, and if so, uh, how can they get registered to, uh, to join you? I think it's in Baltimore this year. Yes, it is in Baltimore, Maryland, and of course you can still register if you um, have not done so, and you can do that by going to www.afpnet.org, uh, or you can call our 800 number, 666-3863. Registration is still open online. Um, I'm not sure if it's open for uh, until Wednesday, but but go online and or call the 800 number, and we will make sure you get registered. That's terrific. We're all about online here. Before I let you go, Paulette, um, what is your, uh, your uh, Twitter uh, account so people can uh, follow you? Is that AFPIHQ? Yes, it is, Ted. Okay, terrific. Well, Paulette, thank you so much uh, for joining us today. We've got to get on to our very special page two expert today. Uh, look forward to seeing you in Baltimore. You take care. Thank you, Ted. Look forward to seeing you as well. Well, as I said, we've got a very special uh, guest expert today. Uh, Stephen C. Nill is, is, is the founder of the world's oldest and largest online network uh, for nonprofit sector professionals called CharityChannel.com. I've known Steve for a very long time. Uh, he founded the first distance learning system dedicated exclusively for nonprofit professionals called Charity University, uh, which is a division of CharityChannel.com. Uh, and he's got a big, big announcement he's going to make today. I'm going to let him decide when he wants to uh, uh, make that announcement, uh, but uh, I'm also thrilled to uh, uh, point out to you and to thank Steve uh, publicly for putting together uh, the, the bumper intro for our show today. That's uh, how long Steve and I have known each other. He's probably the first person I spoke to about starting this new radio show. So coming on uh, to uh, page two right now is Steve Nell. Steve, you there? I'm here. Terrific. Wonderful to have you here on uh, the Nonprofit Coach. Uh, so I'm gonna, I, why don't we start right off with your, your big announcement, because I don't want to run out of time or not give you time uh, to chat about that. But what's the big announcement here on the Nonprofit Coach today? Well, Ted, thank you. First of all, congratulations on your new radio show. I've been uh, enjoying, uh, enjoying it. I know that um, you're building uh, listenership, and I'm certainly going to encourage my friends and colleagues to tune in uh, for every show. Well, the new announcement is something that's been in the works for a little bit over two years. Charity Channel is about to launch its new book publishing arm. And, uh, in fact, our very first book that we're going to be publishing is going to publish May 11, and we're going to have that coincide with the formal launch of Charity Channel Press. And I say formal launch because we haven't even announced it yet. I mean, we're actually this is actually the very first public utterance of our new uh, publishing arm. So I guess you're making a little bit of news, Ted. <laughs> well, I'm thrilled that you chose a nonprofit coach to uh, to make this uh, this announcement. Um, so the official official launch is going to be on May 11th with the actual publication uh, of your first book, or is that the announcement of the, the first actual book? publication? We wanted to make sure that when we formally launched, we actually had a book to publish. We have several more in the works, which I can uh, go over, but. Uh, we wanted to actually put out a book, and you know, so that when we announce it, it's real. There's a here's our, you know, not only are we going into publishing, but here's our first book, and, nice. and the first book is going to be great. It's gonna, it's called Fundraising as a Career. What are you crazy? And I, I, your uh, your last uh, guest, um, Paulette, mentioned that when AFP was first uh, founded 50 years ago, fundraising wasn't even recognized as a profession. And look how far. 
uh, we've come. Uh, where now there will probably be one of the very first books out on this, just focusing on the nuts and bolts of going into fundraising as a career. Well, and, and uh, Linda Lysakowski, I think, is going to be the author of that book, and yes. of course, a, a well-known and respected uh, professional in our career or in in our profession. Uh, and uh, tell us a little bit uh, about Linda. You have a, a long association with Linda, uh, and uh, wh- how did she get involved to uh, be your first? Well, Linda, as with all of the authors um, who are writing our first books and, and future books, is a member of the Charity Channel professional community. In, in fact, we uh, I first um, found Linda uh, pretty much the way everybody else did on Charity Channel. She was active on our discussion forums. Uh, later on, she was one of the very first uh, instructors for uh, the Charity Channel Summit, which started um, uh, in uh, 2002. And from there, she helped to create the, some of the very first online classes for the Charity University Project. So she's been um, a very strong instructor in several different uh, modes for Charity Channel. And uh, She's one of the top experts in the fund development area. She's, I mean, she's trained thousands and thousands of colleagues in the sector. She's been a consultant uh, for for over almost well, almost two decades at least, and uh, she's written a number of books uh, as well. So she's got tremendous credentials, and I believe she's one of fewer than a hundred ACFREs, which is um, again to loop back to your prior guest, Paulette. Um, uh, through AFP, the credentialing process, um, they have a CFRE credential and an ACFRE credential, which is much more difficult to achieve. They say fewer than 100 have achieved that, um, and, and Linda holds uh, that credential. So she's she's a fantastic um, uh, person to uh, write a book, and, and she was the first person we thought of when we decided to launch Charity Channel Press. Well, and, and uh, back to uh, the, the connections that you were making here, when I first read uh, the background that you provided to me, it did occur to me, and I wondered, did you choose this topic because of the 50th anniversary of AFP uh, and what that means to the profession in terms of as a career? So I, I found it an interesting topic to be your first. Well, you know, I don't know whether Linda uh, Linda proposed the topic. Now, Linda has been very active in AFP. As a matter of fact, she's a former board member uh, and uh, and continues to do quite a bit with AFP. So it wouldn't surprise me if that was one of the reasons she thought of the topic. But quite honestly, I I don't know. And now that you ask, I think I'll ask her because I'm curious. Well, I think it's uh, I think it's an interesting uh, uh, connection, and I know that AFP is planning. Uh, to launch a, a year-long celebration uh, in Baltimore, so I was pleased that uh, Paulette had the opportunity to uh, to raise that uh, to us. So sure. uh, that's very very exciting. And again, uh, thank you for using the nonprofit codes to um, uh, to announce uh, mm-hmm. the uh, exciting news for our sector about Charity Channel Press. Uh, but let's let's take a step back and uh, let our listeners know um, a little bit. As I mentioned, Charity Channel is uh, the oldest. Uh, you've been in this space longer than uh, than anyone else online. Um, why? What what does all this mean, and what is Charity Channel, and, and what does that mean to charities today? Well, you know, the, the, of course, uh, I don't have to tell you this, Ted. I consider you the foremost expert in social media, as, particularly as it pertains to the nonprofit sector. But Charity Channel really was the very first social network uh, entirely dedicated to the nonprofit sector. I mean, it, it actually started as a discussion community in 1992, and uh, and grew organically uh, from there. And um, today, of course, uh, it, it's morphing quite a bit. Um, we're we're putting deep roots down by tapping into the expertise that is comprised in the Charity Channel community. Uh, by expanding our conferencing um, uh, programs to the, you know, we have the annual Charity Channel Summit and we're tapping into the experts uh, in Charity Channel to teach the uh, sessions there, as I mentioned, to write uh, the books, um, to write articles. There are thousands of articles on Charity Channel and so on. So um, what we're, what we have become is a, uh, is a system that encourages colleagues not just to receive, but to give, to give back. And I think probably the most important thing that Charity Channel does is gives those of us who have been in the sector for a number of years and we've gained some 
wisdom and knowledge at great cost and expense and effort to give back um, by teaching classes, participating on the forums and helping those who are less um, experienced um, to, to teach online through Charity University and, and again, uh, not to beat a, a drum, but and to write books. Uh, so we're really uh, we're really proud of sort of the cross fertilization that's taking place, and I, I think Linda Lysakowski, uh as much as anybody, shows uh, uh, demonstrates that. I and mean, first, she she's been active on the forums, then she taught at the summit, and then she taught at the charity university level. She's probably taught a dozen or more classes at least over the years, uh, and now she's writing a number of titles for uh, Charity Channel Press. I mentioned one. There are several more in the works. So I, anybody who is uh, serious about their career and who is looking for opportunities not just to receive and to grow professionally, but to give back um, what they've received... Uh, find a, a home with Charity Channel because that's really what it's all about. It's really as much about giving back of our knowledge and, and acumen as it is uh, in um, in receiving. And Ted, I I want to mention those of who aren't familiar, but Ted, you've taught a number of, of classes for Charity University over the years, so you too have exemplified the spirit of giving back of your professional knowledge and expertise. And I want to you know, let you know, and I think you know this, I really have appreciated that over the years. Well, and I think that that's uh, that's sort of almost the hidden secret of of Charity University and and Charity Channel and now Charity Channel Press is that there's so much going on 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 your platform. Uh, what would you say are some of the highlights or or maybe some of the things that people use most, where someone who's sort of a Charity Channel novice uh, uh, might want to start by uh, starting a relationship with you by for uh, education and resources and, and all the various tools that you mentioned. How does someone sort of uh, find the roadmap there? Well, the first thing to do is to join Charity Channel. It's just $37 a year, and that covers most but not all of the costs of maintaining the network and supporting the hundreds of volunteers who uh, who, who contribute to Charity Channel um, by editing and, and writing and so on. Uh, most people uh, join uh, to read the articles. There are thousands of articles. Uh, we have one contributor. I was just looking it up this morning. He, uh, uh, Don Greisman, uh, who's uh, ailing right now. He's, he's not feeling well. He's been in the hospital, but we hope to have him back soon. He's contributed uh, over 3,000 articles all by himself. He, he volunteers to research grant opportunities and and write them up and post them and I couldn't believe it. I was looking up this morning uh, in prep for the for this show. He's one person's contributed over three thousand articles over the years. I I was I knew he was prolific. I didn't know he was that prolific, and I'm I'm just so impressed. And I already was impressed. Um, you know, others. Um, you know, I mean, there we have articles on governance. We call that nonprofit boards and governance review um, on grants, on uh, major gifts, and uh, volunteerism, and in various other uh, areas. Um, we plan to launch a new article category on gift prospecting in the very near future. So there's a very active community of colleagues who contribute articles and, of course, uh, those who read them. So that's probably the, the, the biggest area of activity um, on Charity Channel. Our discussion forums have, have uh, archives that go all the way back well, well over a decade in many cases. Uh, of discussions, and chances are you can find a topic in the archives. But if not, you can post questions, and your colleagues are are going to be very generous in responding and giving you the help that you want. And I, I want to just mention that because of the the advent of the social media um, opportunities out there, I sometimes am asked, why would somebody want to have discussions through Charity Channel when they can go out on the social on the block, you know, on the social media uh, circuit? Uh, and, and there are forums and all that, and I think it all works together very well. One of the areas we're finding our biggest growth in has been um, large institutions, educational institutions, primarily advancement offices, uh, and large to medium-sized nonprofits with large development offices where they, they join Charity Channel and they want their staff to participate on the Charity Channel forums because they're monitored and supervised, uh, the discussions are generally not are not available through Google, 
so they can feel freer to discuss the nitty-gritty that they confront every day on the Charity Channel forums than they can in some of the more open social media uh, forums and, and other uh, communications avenues. So that's uh, we and so as uh, employers have recognized the differences, say between Charity Channel and some of the social media outlets. Um, They've been coming to Charity Channel for that very reason. They they really don't feel, in every case, totally comfortable with their employees putting out questions that might involve a particular donor or an issue that they're confronting, but they're more comfortable doing that through Charity Channel. And so we're finding some real strength there. It wasn't expected, but that's just sort of developed on its own. Well, and, and I wanted to ask you, how have you seen topics change over the years? Because you have, probably have the, the broadest perspective uh, in the industry in terms of use of the Internet. And, and over the years, have there been topics that have come and gone? Have we come full circle? Where, where are we at in terms of the interest of the average charity? Well, that's a great question, and I've uh, I've been paying attention to discussions on on Charity Channel for uh, since since day one, and uh, I have tended to see um, waves of the same kind of questions coming up over the years. Um, you know, as new practitioners come into uh, the world of of, of nonprofits, um, oftentimes they feel comfortable coming to Charity Channel and asking basic questions. And those who are who have been on the forums for years show a tremendous amount of patience in giving the guidance that, that, that the newer practitioners need. But certainly uh, major trend, the major trends uh, you know, have been the economy. You know, as the economy is, has been in, in trouble, uh, we're seeing quite a few discussions about the impact of that uh, on the nonprofit world. Um, but for the most part, um, you know, the uh, you know, it's a very stable kind of discussion um, buzz. I mean, it just kind of it, it, I won't don't want to say it's always the same because it's not. There's always a new angle. But for the most part, practitioners uh, in 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 2010 uh, are are confronting many of the same issues that they confronted you know 10 or 15 years ago when when we got all this started. Actually, we started 17 years ago. So. Um, or 18, I guess it is, 18 years ago as of um, last month. So, uh, uh, of course, you know, we do get discussions about social media itself because that's impacted nonprofits. That's new. But, um, you know, that's kind of the exception. Things are, are pretty stable in the discussion world. <laughs> is it is it uh, sort of group therapy or is it re- is seeking out research uh, and resources or – uh, is it? Uh, I can't afford a consultant, so I use charity channels to do my own. Well, you know, I, group therapy. Sometimes I think I could use that. Just joking. Um, you know, I, it, what we're really seeing are people that have a particular issue or problem that come up that comes up in their day-to-day world. Um, may, maybe they want to start a new plan giving program and don't know where to start. Maybe they need to develop a gift policy manual or update it and don't know where to start. Maybe they have a particular donor with a particular issue, and they've never encountered it before, and they want to find out how their colleagues who have similar issues have dealt with it. Or maybe they have a donor recognition problem with, with the donor having been promised a naming opportunity, and but something has gone wrong with that. Or maybe a program that's been funded by a particular gift has now uh, been uh, marked to uh, be closed, and they wonder about the gift that's sitting in the endowment that was earmarked for that particular program. Or maybe somebody um, wants to move out of special events and into um, uh, up into the position of development director, or maybe from a development director, let's say in an advancement office, to a vice president level. And... They, you know, the Charity Channel is a place to come to ask these kinds of questions, and there are people on these forums who have been there and done. I mean, for example, I've been a development director and I've been a vice president um, at the advancement level, and so on. And and I'm one of of thousands of participants on these forums. So, whenever I see somebody ask a question that um, I have a, a background with, I'm I'm more than willing to jump in, and I'm just an example. I mean, I'm not even one of the more talkative people on the forums by any stretch. It's just amazing. And so, you know, it's 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 a practitioner community. These are people who are in the trenches 
um, just like their peers. And it's a place to come and get advice, but when they see somebody who needs it to also give it. And sometimes, yeah, it is kind of group therapy in the sense that sometimes you just feel beat up. And, you know, maybe you're ready to give up. Or I know in the consultants forum, which is a forum dedicated to the business aspects of consulting, more than one consultant has felt like they were ready to throw in the towel. And they, you know, and so they sort of bear it all. I mean, sometimes you bear it all as the last step before, you know, giving up. And I've seen a couple of times at least where somebody was talked back from the edge and went on to have a very successful consulting practice based on advice that they got on the Charity Channel um, Consultants Forum, just as an example. All of these these are all archived, and so somebody who maybe doesn't feel comfortable posting themselves can read through discussions that have already taken place. Absolutely. All the discussions are carefully archived, and as I mentioned, they, some of these forums go back over a decade. And it's it's one of the you know it's one of the secrets of the nonprofit sector, I think, that you have this incredible body of knowledge and wisdom, and you know that's that's in these archives. And we have advanced search tools that make it very easy to look for um, the information that you want and. Um, you know, you, you you know, just be prepared to to do a lot of uh, of reading because usually on a topic, you, you know, a given topic may, might start in uh, and end in, but then it might start up again a year later with somebody else posting, and so you will find you know be prepared to find a lot of information on what you're looking for. And it, is it easy there. to search for content? Uh, Very easy. Okay. Um, you can search by topic yeah, or date or. Yeah, we've 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 got a a, a, a Twitter uh, question uh, coming in from Judy, okay. and she's asking you about these online courses that you have. Uh, is there a charge for that? How do you find those? Um, can you give a little bit of information about that? Sure. Well, Charity University is uh, there's a button on the Charity Channel site, so go to charitychannel.com and click the button that says Charity University. And there are basically two formats for these uh, classes. Every time a live class is done, it's recorded. So you can actually go back and you can take the recorded classes, uh, and we call those recorded on-demand classes. And there, so you can, even though you might have missed the live class, you could still listen to the full class and receive the slides and, and other handouts. And the instructors all agree to uh, receive questions from you, even though they're not teaching the live class anymore, if they relate to the class topic. So that's one way. Or take a live class, which um, there are half a dozen of them, I think, listed now and several more coming up. Um, and right now, we're running a discount. They're normally $119. We're discounting them to $77. Um, that discount is going to be um, uh, is going to end in probably the next couple of weeks. So if you think you might want to take a class, this is a good time to sign up to save some money. And and, uh, and what are some of the the new topics, or or are they uh, you keep you rerun the same programs, or what are some of the newer topics? Well, we typically do not rerun the same programs, although um, you know for some you know some very popular ones, uh, you know we we have been known to do that. I'm going to bring up my screen real quick so I can look. Okay, um, let's see. The next one is uh, actually here are the classes uh, for April. Uh, one is called Marketing Your Nonprofit Organization. It's how does a nonprofit compete with other nonprofits and even for-profits that may be providing similar services and in many cases competing for dollars from funders who may not be aware of the organization and its services. Yeah, that one, by the way, is taught by Linda Lysakowski, who uh, we've already mentioned. Another one uh, is relationship fundraising. It's individuals account for approximately 85% of all contri- contributions to charitable causes in the United States. Yet many nonprofits do not receive their share of contributions from individuals, often because they have failed to build lasting relationships with their donors. And so uh, this class goes into how to do that, and and, uh, we expect this one to be one of the most popular ones because it it goes to a very core function of fund development or fundraising. Uh, That class is April 27. And then 
It's all yeah. online courses, and so someone will get a phone number to uh, to yeah. call in, or how, how does it how does it actually work? They're live webinars. Um, you first of all, you you get a toll free number to dial in because uh, you have the opportunity to ask questions during the class. It's an interactive class that goes 90 minutes, and then uh, you log into the Charity Channel site and go to the classroom page where you can view the slides as the instructor uh, walks through the class. So it's a webinar. It's, it's, a, it's a live webinar uh, supplemented with a free uh, telephone conference so that you and the others in the class can, can uh, have your questions answered. That's terrific. Well, Steve, um, as I'm keeping a, uh, an eye on the clock here today, and you've provided us with a lot of information, starting off with the exciting announcement of Charity uh, Channel Press. What's some of the, the best advice? I, I understand that you have uh, a conference of your own. We, we, we spoke at the uh, beginning of the show on page one with Paulette Myhara about the AFP conference. I know you've attended that a few times, but you have a, a conference of your own, don't you? We do. Um, we saw a need a number of years ago to combine a conference that focuses on fund development, which, of course, uh, AFP is the, the foremost uh, conference um, provider in, in for, for purely fund development topics. But we saw a need uh, to combine that with the governance and nonprofit management side of uh, of nonprofits and to bring those two things together because we think, frankly, you can't have one without the other and each is terribly important to for the health of the nonprofit um, organization. And so uh, we founded um, the, the, we call it the Charity Channel Summit um, in 2002. Uh, this year it will be uh, in Florida at St. Pete's Beach, November 3 through 6. Uh, we anticipate somewhere in the neighborhood of about 600 attendees. Um, this year we're combining it with the American Association of Grant Professionals uh, so that if you register for their conference uh, or for ours, you'll have access to all of the uh, seminar um, or all of the conference uh, sessions um, as well, as well as other programming. So uh, we, what we're hoping is and what we're seeing is that uh, not only will somebody from the fund development office come to the conference, but the senior managers, um, the vice president level or executive director level, will also be coming. And so there will be something for, for those folks as well. Um, That's so we're excited well, about it. Yeah. Given that topic, I'll uh, take an opportunity to pitch one of our books, uh, which is called Major Gifts, Finding Big Gifts in Your Database and Online. Uh, and you can find out information about that book on Amazon, of course, or you can go to tedhart.com. Uh, Any last advice uh, for uh, for everyone here on the nonprofit coach uh, regarding the use of uh, Charity Channel and all the various services that you have? It sounds like it's a, a real resource for charities. Well, you know, I would like to say that, um, you know, as with our other um, aspects of Charity Channel, it really is an opportunity if you have experience, if you've been in the field for a number of years and, and you really have learned the hard way <laughs> because, you know, it is hard to be in the nonprofit world uh, for a number of years and to be successful. It takes a lot of work. If you have built up knowledge and, and wisdom and experience that you think you could share with others who would benefit from that, um, there are a number of ways to get involved um, at Charity Channel. I'm happy to talk to you about it. Feel free to give us a call at 949-589-5938 and ask for me. And in particular, if you are uh, really at the top of your game and you have a demonstrable record of, of success in your field uh, and you are a competent writer, um, we would like to talk to you about possibly writing a book. And we're not necessarily looking for experienced authors, although um, an, our initial group uh, are largely experienced authors. Uh, but we're looking for experts. And um, so we're always happy to talk to you about a book um, if you're interested. I mean, that's why we're creating Charity Channel Press. And I, if I have a moment, I could mention some of the titles that will be coming out. Yeah, oh, that'd be great. Okay. Well, as I mentioned, fundraising as a career, what are you crazy, is coming out on May 11th. 
But we also have a, a book called 50 Asks in 50 Weeks, A Guide to Better Fundraising and Creating a Plan for Your One-Person or Smaller Development Shop. And that's by Amy uh, Eisenstein. That's expected to be published the third quarter of this year, 2010. Although, uh, I should mention, this is actually Amy's first book. She's a very experienced, really knows her stuff, but has been too busy to write. And so we're very pleased to have worked with her as a new author in writing her first book. And her manuscript is actually completed, so she's pretty far down the road. Uh, another book is Capital Campaigns, Everything You Need to Know by Linda Lysakowski. And we expect that to be published in the fourth quarter of this year. And another book by Linda, Donor Relations, Strengthening the Tie That Binds. Again, expect to be published fourth quarter of this year. And then a book by Kent Stroman, who is uh, very experienced, very uh, knowledgeable, uh, like um, Amy has been too busy to write until now. He's writing a book, Asking About Asking, Mastering the Art of Conversational Fundraising. And uh, he's in the process of writing his manuscript. We expect that to publish fourth quarter of this year. Um, Another book is The Nonprofit Toolkit, An Introduction to Nonprofit Leadership, Management, and Excellence, Practical Advice and Best Practices from Charity Channel. That's edited by Norman Olshansky and Linda Lysakowski. That will be a collection of uh, three to five page articles from members of the Charity Channel professional community organized by topic area and uh, peer reviewed. So we, ha we have a panel of editorial advisors, each with a uh, at the top of their profession and recognized nationally or internationally for their expertise, reviewing those articles and vetting them. So uh, that that's an interesting book, um, and we're looking forward to that. And, and then the last one that we have in the works at the moment is Corporate Fundraising by Linda Lysakowski, and we anticipate that to come out uh, either the last quarter of this year or first quarter 2011. It just kind of depends on uh, how her uh, when her manuscript is in. But she's currently in the process of writing uh, writing that. So these are our first authors. Uh, we we hope to have and we expect to have quite an interest from colleagues who would like to write uh, and uh, you know who would like some individual attention uh, from us because we work very closely with our writers uh, to produce their manuscript, and uh, it's a source of great pride for us. We're really excited by it. Well, Steve, thank you very much. All of us here at TedHeart.com and the Nonprofit Coach wish you and everyone at Charity Channel the best of success in the launch of Charity Channel Press and all the other activities that you're involved with. I can't thank you enough for sure. joining us today on the Nonprofit Coach. Thank you. My pleasure. Thank you. All right, page three today. Page three, we always uh, take a look at my uh, calendar to let you know where I'm going to be. Uh, you can find me, as Paulette Mahara mentioned, we've got the AFP conference uh, in Baltimore this year, the international conference. Looks like it's going to be a big success. I'll be lecturing there on uh, April 12th at 3 p.m., so you can find me uh, in Baltimore at the convention center. Uh, and then uh, sort of uh, mixing together uh, uh, page one, two, three, and four, uh, over on uh, page four is, uh, of course, the uh, uh, review of what's on the P2P fundraising uh, uh, newsletter. And uh, one of the top stories is our new book. Very, very excited uh, about the launch of Internet Management for Nonprofits. We're going to be talking about that more uh, in the coming shows here on the Nonprofit Coach. This is Strategies, Tools, and Trade Secrets. Uh, we have over 28 experts in this book, 18 months in development. A very exciting book, and it really is uh, the rapid uh, onset of increased uh, advancement in complex technologies has become a challenge for nonprofits. What we're trying to do is help you uh, find a roadmap through all of that uh, in providing you an opportunity to really learn how to manage uh, your nonprofits using all of these uh, Internet tools. So we're excited about the uh, launch of that book, uh, and there's going to be a book signing as part of the AFP conference, uh, and that's going to be on April 13th. 
at 11.30 a.m. Uh, at the uh, AFP conference. So uh, don't miss uh, the opportunity to be one of the very first uh, to see uh, this new book. Uh, very excited about that. Uh, my co-editors uh, have worked very, very hard, and we're very pleased that this is the very first book in the AFP Wiley Fundraising Development Series. Uh, two book signings, as I mentioned, the one at the AFP conference, uh, coming up on April 13th. Also, don't miss the N10 conference down in Atlanta. That's going to be this weekend, uh, and there'll be a book signing for this new book. Steve McLaughlin from BlackBot, who's one of our co-editors, will be there uh, for that uh, book signing, and that is scheduled uh, for April 9th. Uh, as always, if you're interested in booking me to speak at one of your conferences or to do a book signing uh, for one of our six books, uh, you can contact Diane Peach at dpeach, P-E-A-C-H, at peachpfundraising.org. Uh, um, and uh, so we're going to finish up. I kind of merged the two together there, but uh, we're going to finish up uh, and give uh, a full review of what's over on page four. <laughs> As I mentioned, uh, we've got the launch of this new book. It's in the warehouse now. Uh, the 28 authors, I think, can hardly believe that the book is done. Uh, so you can read about that uh, on p2pfundraising.org. Click on Archives. We also have a really nice article from Jeff Livingston, Five Ways Nonprofits Can Increase Engagement with YouTube. Um, and this is uh, built off from a 2010 social media study. Uh, so I don't want to, uh, uh, I want you to make sure that you read that and, and learn how to use YouTube for your organization. I also want to draw your attention to uh, Ken Burnett. Uh, uh, calls uh, one of our uh, speakers uh, at the uh, Digital Leap Conference in Toronto. That's going to be on April 23rd uh, at the Royal Conservatory in Toronto. Uh, and uh, uh, Alan Clayton, uh, uh, who is uh, a director of uh, Clayton Burnett uh, in, uh, in the U.K., uh, is, uh, is going to be uh, uh, coming in from the U.K. to speak at that conference. Of course, I'll be there. Uh, as well, we've got Scott Stratton, uh, who was uh, here on page two for the nonprofit coach. So lots of really fine people and a great opportunity to learn. Uh, register today at digitalleap.org. Uh, what else we've got uh, here on uh, uh, on page four is uh, be my guest at Digital Leap. Uh, really nice opportunity. The folks who are uh, planning that are giving. Uh, listeners to the nonprofit coach and readers of the uh, 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 P2P fundraising newsletter an opportunity to get one of five tickets to Digital Leap Canada on April 23rd. Uh, lots of ways that you can win. Uh, you can uh, link to me on LinkedIn, and we provide you that link. Uh, you can also join the discussion group if you would like. We've got the P2P fundraising uh, discussion group uh, going uh, over on LinkedIn. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter. Uh, you can uh, fan me or uh, uh, connect with me on Facebook. Um, uh, you can uh, register to get our newsletter on P2P fundraising. In other words, any way that you would like. And a, a little reminder uh, from the folks at Blog Talk Radio, uh, they'd like to uh, ask you to go to blogtalkradio.com forward slash nonprofit coach and to uh, choose us as a friend um, to draw more attention to the nonprofit coach. All that's here uh, in the newsletter, all those links that you might need, but uh, you also get a chance to win one of five free tickets uh, to Digital Leap Canada on April 23rd. We've got all the links from today's radio show, page one, so you don't want to miss those. And uh, we've got over 675 members of that LinkedIn uh, P2P fundraising uh, group over on LinkedIn. You can sign up for that. Of course, that's uh, always free and another opportunity for you to connect with your colleagues, ask questions, and to, uh, to share uh, resources. So uh, one last uh, quick break here, and then uh, we're going to be back to take a look at next week's show.
Well, we do have an exciting show next week. Uh, make sure that you're right back here to join us at 12 noon on April 12th. Uh, we have John Carson, who is the chairman and CEO of uh, C-Market um, and is one of our online experts and leaders uh, in the nonprofit uh, use of the Internet. Uh, and he's going to be able to answer all of your questions and share the uh, fantastic information and trends that are available to you on use of charity So I want to thank you all for uh, joining us today uh, here on The Nonprofit Coach, and don't uh, miss the opportunity to join us again next week right here on Blog Talk Radio and The Nonprofit Coach. Weirdest place you've gotten lucky. Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.